Looks like football, baby. <laughs> Waiver wire sniping for week seven. I'm your host, Kyle August. You guys know the drill. These are the players that you should be stashing ahead of the week six kickoff for free. Grab these players, use that extra or two to stash these players to get ahead of next week's waiver wire. Let's just dive right into it. We got the bye weeks, of course, in week six. So you got to be paying attention to that. But again, you already felt it this week. When you opened your lineup and you saw that you were missing key pieces and you didn't have replacements ready on standby. It's not a good feeling, so let's not get bit two weeks in a row. Some heavy hitters on by in week seven. You have the Buffalo Bills, the L.A. Rams. Debatable whether they're heavy hitter anymore, but Cooper Cup and Higby. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings and the Philadelphia Eagles. So you have arguably the top two quarterbacks, uh, the top two wide receivers off the board uh, next week. You also have... Uh, some of some big time tight ends with Higby and Goddard as well. So you may be streaming even if you're not on a weekly basis usually. So let's dive into this. I'll clarify this. I've been doing a little bit better job, I think, as far as kind of limiting these players. I'm going to bring up guys that you can stash. Um, I will dive more in depth with more options for streaming on the Tuesday show. But again, you're using the last roster spot or two. So if you have a QB that you may want to start next week, but he's not really that great of an option anyway, I still think it's going to be a better option for you to stash a running back as an example, just to see if he pops and you're going to have more value in that running back than, you know, grabbing Andy Dalton to stream in week seven. So judge your league, obviously, if you're, if it's a little bit deeper and you need to do that for sure, you know, always look ahead. Most people aren't, they're focused on this week only give your, give yourself a little bit of attention to the next week coming up. QB streamers, top of the board. I think this is purely just based off of the game script for Jimmy G. Going to be at home against the Kansas City Chiefs. He's 37% owned in Yahoo League. So the sub 50% threshold here, Jimmy G is top of the board. And then number two, the only guy that I think is just worth stashing just because I think his value could shift dramatically. Now, I'm not anticipating this, but Kenny Pickett, uh, that defense is ultra banged up. So this week, they're in big time trouble. Um, but, uh, in week, uh, seven as well, Pickett on the road against Miami, 15% own. If he's put up decent fancy numbers again in week six, he's going to be a sought after streamer. So that's why, while I don't love him, I do think that he's worth picking up just because compared to the other streamers, a la Andy Dalton, their values probably aren't going to change much. Pickett's could. So Garoppolo and Pickett are my two QB streamers. So if you're the Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Matthew Stafford, Kirk Cousins owner, you're going to be fighting some guys for QBs next week um, beyond just the normal teams that are streaming week in and week out. Running back stashes. There are some good ones here. Uh, the the one at the top of the board for me, though, is Rashad White. He's still the number one handcuff that's under 50% owned. He's 34% rostered right now in Yahoo leagues. He's the only show in town to Leonard Fournette. I say it every single week. Mike Boone at 37% owned. Not quite sure why his ownership isn't a little bit higher. Uh, he's clearly the number two back there with Melvin Gordon still getting some run, getting involved in the passing game. That was happening even before the Javante injury. Now, Latavius Murray, presumably being active this week, based off of the comments made by the coaching staff there, maybe has just taken a little bit of the shine off Mike Boone, but I still think he's a guy that you, you're going to start, especially in PPR leagues, 
as we're getting into these heavy bye weeks, and we got some big ones coming up. Number three is Jalen Warren. I still consider him a pure handcuff. I think there was a little bit of, you know, uh, just running the mouth a little bit, trying to get Najee up and running. Warren's looked good. Don't get me wrong. And he's earned some playing time. It's not going to be Najee 2021 where he was getting, you know, 90% of the touches. I think Warren's carved himself out a role, but he's clearly the number two guy. So just behind White, as far as the handcuff rankings go, He's not that far behind. So Jalen Warren, 12% owned, is my number three ad. James Cook, even heading into a bye, I don't really like rostering flyer players as uh, they are heading into a bye week as the Bills are on bye in week seven. But I would roster him just to see if he hits this week. You have to roster him through the bye week, but 28% owned James Cook. Uh, if he, He'd probably be a tick or two higher if they weren't heading into the bye week there, just for reference. A few rookie stashes here. Uh, Tyron Davis price of the 49ers. He's 3% owned. He practiced all week. He should be active. Uh, you hope that he at least gets the Tevin Coleman role there. I don't want to get too excited about Davis price though, just because Elijah Mitchell, they gave him a two month time frame to come back. He's already one month through that. So you're talking maybe three or four weeks. We'll get some more news on him, but he's definitely worth a stash. Pierre strong 1% owned. This is super deep, uh, with Damian Harris, not ruled out yet. I don't know if the injury is as serious as they first expected they said he'd be out for weeks uh plural maybe he only misses one week but i think strong is the second running back up now with harris presumably out behind Ramondre stevenson so pierre strong is someone i'm trying to roster if i can uh this week just to see how that backfield turns out if it really is the stevenson strong combo and then kyron williams uh the rams similar to the bills are heading into a bye in week Seven, but with the Cam Akers news, a lot up in the air right now. And uh, Daryl Henderson's had his opportunities. I still think he'd have to do something pretty dramatic to lose that completely. He'll be involved there, but Kyron Williams is the unknown, right? So at six percent owned, I'm definitely trying to roster him right now, even ahead of their bye week in week seven, just to see how it works out. He's not going to play this week, obviously. Uh, and he won't be playing in week seven with the team off, but that's a stash guy. So you may not have to get him right now, but just got to keep on your radar. All right, wide receivers. Now, technically right at the threshold, I didn't want to just leave him off this list completely. If for whatever reason, Michael Gallup isn't more owned in your leagues, you need to go get him. If anyone had added him expecting production right out of the gate, now he's had a touchdown, he's had a few catches here and there. Without Dak Prescott, this offense is not going to be moving the ball. I know Cooper Rush is a great story and that's great. But for fantasy, you need Dak Prescott back. And then Gallup is going to start firing on all cylinders. So 50% only is probably rostered in your league already. But just double check, do a quick comb of the wire. Guys that are more readily available. These are all pure stash candidates. Number two on my list is Wandale Robinson. 7% own. The rookie is questionable heading into week six. If he plays, then we get to take a look at the kid. He played week one sparingly. But since then, the Giants have injuries have piled up at the receiver position. They've gotten so desperate. They finally put Darius Slayton in the lineup, which don't get me wrong. I would love to see Slayton get featured, but the Giants hate him. Uh, and they were forced to play him in week five. So Wandale Robinson heading into week six is a guy that I'm just trying to put on the end of my roster. A little scratch off ticket just to see if he hits. Um, 7% own. He's pretty much out there in almost every league. Number three on this list is Alec Pierce, fellow rookie, Indianapolis Colts, 37% own. His ownership percentage has skyrocketed in the last week, up almost 30%. A lot of targets in week five we'll see how he does in week six uh but I, I still think he's an interesting just stash candidate not a guy that i'm comfortable playing just yet number four is josh reynolds 32 percent home i know he's been a hot waiver wire pickup due to the injuries 
on that Lions offense with DJ Chark and Amon Ross St. Brown being limited in the last week. The Lions are on by this week. So Reynolds is a guy that will probably fly under the radar just a bit. But based off his production and his uh, and his connection with Jared Goff, I think that Josh Reynolds is a sneaky play you can add right now or or under the radar waiver wire ad next week with the Lions being on by. I think he's the number two wide receiver there in Detroit. And they'll, game script-wise, they'll be playing from behind quite a bit. Josh Reynolds, 32% owned. He's a guy I'm trying to stash. Number five is Kadarius Tony, 19% owned. I was not, not super excited about adding Tony, but I'm trying to, I, I believe in the talent. If he could ever just find his way on the field and get out of his own way. Tony's a guy that showed flashes. And again, with the injuries, as I mentioned with Robinson, the injuries on that Giants receiving core could lead opportunity to Tony if he ever finds the field. And super deep add, Tricon Thornton from the New England Patriots. He finally saw his debut last week. He's 1% owned. I want to see how he does with Mac Jones, but Thornton's a guy that's interesting to me because behind Jacoby Myers, they don't have anybody else in that pass game. Even the tight ends aren't contributing. So Thornton's a guy that I'm trying to stash at 1% owned. So again, the receiver stashes are Gallup, Wandale, Alec Pierce, Josh Reynolds, Tony, and Thornton. And then little bonus ad here. Again, I say this every single week. Jameson Williams is an IR stash. Those are free. You need to be looking to see, depending on your IR settings, guys that are already ruled out or on IR, those are free stashes. So if you have an empty roster spot, you pick up Williams, put him in your IR slot, grab another guy. You can always drop these guys later. Tight end streamers, not a ton here, but Evan Ingram is a guy that at 33% on, I'm still not sure why he, you know, he's up and down, but that's the tight end position. Unless you have one of those top couple guys, you're going to be rotating these guys out. But in week seven, I already mentioned it. You got Buffalo, you got Minnesota, so a couple of tight end options there, but you got the big dogs there with Goddard being out in Higby. Evan Ingram against the Giants. Revenge game. Get on the narrative. 33% owned. Ingram's been seeing targets. Uh, I expect that to continue. He won't be an every week play, but he's definitely a streamer. Uh, so I'm surprised that his ownership has never really bumped up a whole lot. And then Bellinger from the Giants. Daniel Bellinger, he's 2% owned. I don't love him as a streamer. I'm not prioritizing him. I would, I would pretty much stash every running back over him. Uh, but if you're in a deep league, he could be available. If you're looking tough at tight end right now, this is a kid that's just seeing some looks based off the fact that there ain't nobody else there. Talked about this Giants team enough, uh, but at Jacksonville, he could be a streamer next week. DSTs, not a slam dunk here, but I do like the Bengals at home against the Atlanta Falcons, 34% owned. They're probably your best streamer. Again, some big DSTs also on by uh, next week. So you're going to be concerned. You're going to be competing if you've been rolling Buffalo all year. You compete with the streamers. Uh, the Bengals are your team. And number two, I just let's throw a second team on this list. I'm not sure if I'm stashing them, but keep it on the radar. The Raiders on a bye going to be at home against Houston. Now, Houston's also coming off the bye, so no real huge advantage there. But a home game against Daniel Mills, 2% owned. The Raiders uh, been disappointing this year as far as DST scoring goes, but could be a team that if you're in a super deep league, you might need to add right now. There you have it, Waverwire Sniping ahead of the week six kickoff. Add these guys for free, and maybe we'll be talking about them at even higher expectations for the ahead of the week seven waiver wire. I'll be back next Tuesday with that waiver wire show. Best luck to you guys in week six. If you're watching this on YouTube, you're already set because you are subscribed. But if you're listening to this on the podcast, I just remind you guys again: subscribe on YouTube. You'll get waiver wire sniping on Saturday every week instead of Sunday in the podcast feed. So best luck to you guys this week. Catch you on Tuesday. We'll see you.